It's Eat Right Radio. It's all about eating right. Produced with the help of our friends at the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Here's Melanie Cole, MS. With the arrival of spring and shedding the winter layers, people are also thinking about ways to shed a couple of winter pounds. And while most people understand the nuts and bolts of a healthy diet, they don't often take the time to set up the support system to sustain these changes. And my guest today is registered dietitian, nutritionist, and Academy spokesperson Jennifer McDaniel. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. So let's talk about spring cleaning. And when we talk about that, we're not only talking about looking at our diet, but we're we're talking about our kitchens, right? Our pantry, our fridges, just kind of getting out the old and in with the new. Cleaning out the clutter. And uh, the interesting point about that is that there is a relationship between having a clean living space and actually a clean eating area like our kitchens and weight loss. So when I talk to my clients about strategies to better their diet, some of that conversation includes the importance of keeping a clean refrigerator, keeping a clean pantry, and looking at ways that that can really help us in weight loss. So what do we, let's start with the pantry. When we're looking at the winter pastas and the heavy foods and things, what do you want us to get out of our pantry and start fresh with? Right. So the first things that we want to do is we want to look at when you open your pantry or even your refrigerator, what are the first things that you see? Because the first things that you see, you're going to be 30% more likely to eat than say the second thing. So what you see is what you eat. So I just say, okay, if you're seeing Oreos or you're seeing, you know, crackers, then maybe we need to rearrange that pantry so you see nuts or you see dried fruit. So it's really important that we put those things that we want to eat and make them prominent. Um, The same thing goes with our refrigerators. So when we think about where do we keep our produce? Well, the most common spot is your produce drawers. But I call those your RIT, rest in peace produce drawers, because You can't see what's down there. And many times that produce ends up composting and not getting eaten. So I teach my clients that if you have the time, when you get home from the grocery store, prep those vegetables, put them in clear containers, and put them in the middle of your refrigerator, and then take those things like maybe the Cool Whip or, um, you know, some of the less healthy items and put those down in the drawers where you can't see them so well. I think that that's so, so important, keeping things right out that you want to get to, the fresh stuff right up at the front. That's what you want to do. Now, what about being more mindful? Because we hear about mindfulness and in so many parts of medicine now, and what are we doing with mindful eating and trying to get that more a part of our day? It's so true. It's It's a big buzzword, but it's an important buzzword, and I'm glad that we're being more mindful of the concept. Um, But, you know, to be honest, Melanie, there's not a ton of data that shows well, let's just say it's mixed data that mindful eating results in weight loss. But what we do know is that when we slow down, when we actually taste our food, maybe when we don't meal multitask, meaning that we're not eating and watching the television or eating and scrolling on our phone, we tend to do less emotional eating. And some studies have also showed that less binge eating episodes occur. So we do know that mindful eating can help us know, perhaps engage in less emotional eating. And therefore, you know, for those clients who do struggle with emotional eating, that may help them with weight loss. But, you know, one of the things that I try to also include in, you know, healthy eating plan is that you enjoy your food. And if you're not, you know, being a mindful eater, many times you're not even really tasting or enjoying what you are eating. So I think that, you know, if we can slow down and actually taste and enjoy each bite, then that meal becomes more enjoyable in itself. 
absolutely does. And I think that we all have to take that time to enjoy what we're eating and not just use it so much as filler. And that's a great sort of spring cleaning idea. Now, what about our our inner voices? And Jennifer, so many, especially women, we are so negative to ourselves. That negative self-talk really hits us hard. And when the spring comes, we feel like we want to just let go of all of that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I think You know, one of the things that I talk about my clients with is if you're going to prepare to lose weight, you have to also prepare mentally. And we are our worst critics. We say things to ourselves that we would never say, you know, to someone else. And so I think it's really important that we sort of clear up that critique that's going on in our heads because that can really hold us back in weight loss. And I see this happening in my practice. You know, someone will come in and, you know, just really berate themselves for perhaps not making good choices over the weekend and, not getting in their exercise, and they have a much harder time getting back on track compared to the person who might be a little bit more compassionate with themselves. Say they come in the same kind of weekend habits because it was a busy weekend and they just didn't have time to get their exercise in, but they come in with a much more compassionate attitude knowing that they can get back on track and they have more motivation and enthusiasm and belief and confidence that they can do that. So I think that the first step with the whole you know, clearing out the clutter is just being aware of what those thoughts are. And if those thoughts tend to be in the negative realm, then we want to catch ourselves, be aware of it, and then, you know, rewrite that conversation. And the more we do that, the more we can rewire the the way that our brains work. And if we can do that, I believe that the self-compassion can really lead us to weight loss in a faster manner. So true. Absolutely so true. Now, what about our schedule? We're so busy that sometimes we eat on the go and we're just running around and and then we don't keep to our goals because we say, okay, Mm -hmm. I'll exercise tomorrow or I'll eat healthy tomorrow because I'm just way too Mm -hmm. busy. Right, right. We're so good about scheduling things like doctor's appointments or scheduling in uh, in a soccer game for our kids, but we really often don't take the time to schedule in when our exercise is going to occur, even when we might go grocery shopping or meal planning. So I think that, you know, for me personally, I like to sit down on Sunday and actually write out almost the entire week of when things are going to happen, not only for my family, but as importantly for myself and my self-care for me. So that includes maybe writing down when I'm going to exercise each week, when I'm going to get to the grocery store, and when I'm going to do my cooking. And when we write it down, there's a much greater likelihood that we will follow through with it because we can see it, we've created the time for it, and we know it's an important thing. Well, I think that's so important that we actually make that time and even journaling, writing these things down, right? I mean, are you a fan of journaling to kind of help keep track and be accountable to yourself? Oh, sure. I mean, journaling and writing things down works in in many different ways, whether or not you're journaling what what you eat, whether you're journaling how you are feeling. Perhaps we discussed earlier about emotional eating. You know, you can really understand the relationship between why someone might be making the food choices you are. But writing things down gives us that visible documentation and really can help provide insight. You know, we really can't keep as much up in our head as as we think we can. So when we get it down on paper, uh, it can really add some clarity to our weight loss journey. So just back to the pantry and fridge for just a minute. When we're looking at these things that are left over from the winter and we're looking at expiration dates and all of these kinds of things, do you advocate even if something isn't like it condiments and and we've got all these heavy foods and things, kind of cleaning it all up and starting fresh, even though it might mean throwing away stuff? 
Sure, sure, absolutely. I, I think that it's springtime is a great time to go in and clean out the refrigerators and get rid of old condiments, p- perhaps. Uh, you know, and when we do that, it's amazing how a clean refrigerator helps us identify what we can put together for an easy meal. Um, and, and it really gives us a space to increase self-control. You know, there was one study that showed um, that when women were in a cluttered kitchen and say they were also stressed out at the same time, they ate two times more cookies compared to the another group of stressed out women, but at least they were in a, a clean, less cluttered kitchen. So we have good documentation that when things are clean, uh, it can really help us to make better choices, especially in those time-crunched or stressed-out moments. Wow, that's a cool study and such great information. Wrap it up for us in the last minute here for us about spring cleaning our diet. That's right. So sometimes it's more than just looking at what we're putting in our mouths, but looking at sustainable strategies that we can use to support a healthy diet, things like cleaning out the the kitchen and keeping it clutter-free, keeping a clutter-free mind and supporting it with healthful thoughts, being more mindful and taking some time to actually taste and enjoy our food, and scheduling those really important things that we know we want to get done that are self-nourishing and self-care that will support us along our weight loss journey. Thank you so much. What great information. You're listening to Eat Right Radio with our great friends from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. And for more information, you can go to eatright.org. That's eatright.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening and stay well.